Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Book Marketing Mania podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stewart, and I'm so glad you're tuning in today. Is your mind spinning thinking of all you want to do to market your book in the new year? At the time this episode airs, we're kicking off December. Where the heck is the time gone? Our to-do lists just keep getting longer, yet our time seems to be getting shorter. If you've been listening for a while, you'll remember in episode five, I interviewed Alicia Avant about how a virtual assistant can help with book marketing. There's so many things to do, and sometimes we need to outsource so that we can focus on only what we can do, which is write our books. And I've also heard from some of you after hearing episode 14 with Becky Kapitsky about making money so you can outsource, and y'all have been asking about offering VA or podcast production services yourself. So with that in mind, I wanted to interview one of my favorite gals, Kristen Crum. Kristen and I met while we were both working behind the scenes for some of our favorite authors and podcast hosts who happen to collaborate and contribute to each other's content frequently. Shout out to our faves, Ruth Schwenk. Trisha Goyer, and Christy Clover, just to name a few. In addition to being a rock star VA and podcast producer, Kristen is a wife and mom of three, a fiction author, and co-host of Exploring the Blank Page podcast. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Welcome to the Book Marketing Mania podcast. I am so glad you're here today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Okay, so our listeners heard me gush about you in the introduction, but I would love for you to share a little fun fact about yourself if they don't know you yet. Oh, sure. So um, my name is Kristen, and I am the oldest of four kids and 28 grandkids. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah, lots of cousins. How fun. (laughs) How fun. Hey, and we did an episode all about our Enneagram numbers Mm -hmm. and how each of us can overcome our fears of book marketing. And I would just love to hear what your Enneagram number is. I am textbook two. (laughs) Textbook two, the helper. (laughs) I'm a nine, the peacemaker, but I always think I'm a two at work, but it's, yeah, yeah, I'm always a nine, but yeah, what a helper. That does not surprise me a bit about you (laughs) as usual. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you. We had an episode about how VAs can help with your book marketing and, you know, you're an amazing VA that comes highly recommended. And we've worked together on um, several different things, just networking together with our authors that we support. And I just wanted to ask you a little bit about how you got started doing that, because I know some of our listeners might be looking for a VA or some of them actually like you do some VA work too. And so I would love for our listeners just to hear kind of how you got started on that journey. Yeah, sure. So I got started about 10 years ago and I started with a PR company called Lipfuse. It's not mm-hmm. around anymore, but I'm sure, you know, people people have heard of it. It was yeah. a great company. And at the time, my husband was a law enforcement officer and we were needing to supplement income. And so it was just like one of those I had been blogging for lit fuse and I emailed her and I was like, Hey, so I'm looking for a job and I have, I have experience with personal assisting. Um, I want to work for you. Please hire me. (laughs) And she, she did, she hired me and I worked with lit fuse for about five years before I ended up going out on my own. And so I've been doing VA stuff on my own for about five years. 
Oh, wow. That's awesome. I do remember them because I think I mm-hmm. was like on a couple of their book launch teams and mm-hmm. yeah, they're amazing. I think they've done some training for the Compel membership of Proverbs 31. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. And and I know that's how I'd kind of gotten started as a VA too, was just reaching out to authors that we know and love and asking, you know, how oh, yeah. we can support them because we know yeah. authors need lots of support. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about some of the tasks that you've done for authors? Yeah, sure. So I do a lot of website and blog management. I help with newsletters, social media, and podcast startup and management. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of our listeners I know starting podcasts. Oh, yes. They're so fun. They're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any advice for, let's say an author wants to hire a VA? Do you have any advice for them to get started with that? I would say if you're looking for a VA, reach out to that VA and set up a meeting. And um, Zoom meetings are great because it's like the face-to-face without being face-to-face, but Mm -hmm. you can really get a feel for that person and see if you guys jive. Because I mean, sometimes you're going to meet somebody and it's not going to be a good fit at all. And that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But you want you want a VA that is going to be able to meet your needs and be able to do what you need that VA to do um, to make that relationship a good relationship for both parties. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. What about from the VA standpoint, if you're a VA looking for authors to work with, do you have any tips on that? Um, I would say don't, don't be shy about reaching out and asking if they need any help. I mean, that's how you got your start. Mm -hmm. That's how I got my start. Especially if you're just getting started out, it's great if you're, if you can reach out, Oh, Hey, I see that you have a book launching. I need, I would like to help you with your book launch. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do the first couple of authors that you reach out, you do some work for free just to kind of get that experience under your belt. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, do your website, build your website and, and start really offering more services. Yeah, that's a great um, tip. Cause I know that's, that's how I started too, was like just mm-hmm. simply volunteering because they need so much help, right? Whether they it's do. with their book launch team or posting on social media. And it was a big one when mm-hmm. I first started was, you know, just helping people kind of get that started. And as you do really good work for them, then they're so happy exactly. to refer you to other authors, which I know exactly. you've probably seen in your business, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so let's talk about, so podcasting. So that is such oh, a popular yes. thing right now with authors. It's such a great way for mm-hmm. them to reach new readers and build their platforms and market their books. So tell us a little bit about your experience being a podcast producer, because I'd love authors just to know if that's maybe some assistance that they need help in, yeah. or as well as some of our listeners that, again, might be looking to offer that as a VA skill. So tell us kind of how you got yeah. started niching down to a podcast producer and what you do with that. So I got started because I had one of my clients who came to me and said, hey, I'm losing my podcast producing producer and I need somebody to produce the podcast. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. Me being a two, mm-hmm. I don't like saying no. So I said, give me the weekend and I'll figure it out. <clears throat> so literally that's what we did. But that's what I did. I called my brother in a panic because he's, he's m- way more techie than I am. And I'm uh-huh. like, this is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. Uh, how do I do it? And so we met at a coffee shop and he ran over the basics of, you know, audio editing and um, really the websites out there for podcast hosting are make it so easy. I mean, you just like mm-hmm. upload, you, know, you put show notes in, they kind of take care of the hard 
part on the back end. And so really that's how I got started. Mm -hmm. And if you are wanting to get started podcasting, um, for sure, if you have the funds, you know, reach out to a VA that, that offers that and see if they can help you. I know there's a lot of, I know there's, there's many podcast producers that that's all that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, there are some VAs that have that, that skill that can offer that for you. And don't be afraid if you have the capacity to just jump on YouTube and teach yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hello. Um, Raising my hand on that one. (laughs) I am. I'm a YouTube, YouTube university. (laughs) That's where I learned everything. YouTube is your friend, YouTube, YouTube and Google. Um, so yeah. So do you do whenever you, because I think when I first heard of like podcast producer, Mm -hmm. you know, or a podcast manager, it was just like, whoa, that's such a big thing. Like I could never do that. But is, so do you basically do everything like from start to finish for somebody as a podcast producer or are there certain pieces you do for them? I, yes, I, at this point I am doing everything, um, for the podcasts that I produce some, and again, if you're looking for somebody to help you with that, you know, see which aspects they can take care of and which, what you will have to do yourself. But I edit the audio. I, so I produce the audio. I make the show notes. I make the, the social media graphics. I will help reach out and book the guests for mm-hmm. the, for my clients. If we are at a stage where we're looking for sponsors, I take care of that as well. So, yeah. And like I said, there are some that they just produce a podcast, so they'll just take care of the audio and then they will Mm -hmm. hand it off to you. And then you can do show notes and all of that good stuff. And there are some people that just take care of all of it. Yeah, that's great. I love that that you can, you know, you can piecemeal it if you need to, but Mm -hmm. it just, there's just so many things to producing a podcast that you could definitely get some support from a virtual assistant with. So I know um, we have, again, we've networked through multiple authors that we've worked with. And I just love to hear from you, Kristen. And I know you're an author yourself. Mm -hmm. I would love to just uh, hear from your point of view, what you're seeing work really well for authors to reach out and meet new readers and market their books online right now. Yeah, so I think what we have to remember when we're we're reaching out to readers online is that we need to be real and we need to be we need to bring some genuine us to the table. With social media, it's so easy to just put a filter on and to make everything look happy and everything perfect. Um, but we know that's that's social media. That's not life. And so I really think that readers connect with those that jump on and they're like, Hey, I'm having a bad day. It's not all, it's not all cake and roses, but just being real and, and bringing them kind of behind the scenes. And so just showing them the perfect life. I think that really, I think that will really go a long way with connecting with readers. Mm, That's so important. Yeah. Cause I know we just um, I know authors, sometimes we struggle with just what to put on social media, right? And mm-hmm. we want to share about our book so bad, but we don't want to share that every day, right? Because right. readers won't be connecting with that every single day. So yeah, it's so mm-hmm. fun to see just the reality, right? Because we know yeah. 
you went through this struggle and that's what you wrote about. So you kind of want to see that online, right? You want to see that real person that we read in those words. So that's great advice. So I know um, working behind the scenes of several authors who have really successful podcasts, I would love to hear just um, some tips for our listeners that are thinking about pitching themselves to be guests on podcasts, Mm -hmm. because I'm sure you've seen good pitches and bad pitches. So I'd love for you just to maybe share some tips for our listeners as they think about uh, making that a priority for 2022. Oh, yeah. So I think the biggest thing that you can do if you're wanting to get on a podcast and you're going to pitch yourself is to do your homework on the mm-hmm. on the podcast. Um, I Most of the podcasts that I produce are Christian women who either I have one that's that's more nonfiction. I have one that's I mean, everything about it is is about the Christian lifestyle. And then I have one that's like fiction books and I will get pitches and it's like this is not going to fit the audience at all. I mean, they have this wonderful pitch and this beautiful, we can really connect with your readers, but they didn't do their research. They didn't like, it's a great pitch, but it's not going to fit our, our audience. And so I have to say no. And then on the flip side too, there are a lot of podcasts out there and, you know, podcasts come and go. And I'm, I have a podcast and we haven't put a, an episode out for a while. She kind of shut things down and I'm still getting podcasts. Like we want to be on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Not really because we don't have a podcast, you know? And so do your research, you know, make sure that they have current episodes that are being released. Um, Make sure that they're not taking a break. You can do a deep dive on social media and generally find, you know, oh, well, this is what's going on and they're not doing any Mm -hmm. podcasting right now. So just really do your homework before, before you pitch. And then when you pitch, make sure you're clear about this is who I am. And, you know, this is what I can offer your audience. Yeah, that's such a great advice. And I know I've done that is, is yeah, just, you know, well, first of all, if you're going to outsource it, you definitely want to kind of have those ducks in a row, right? You want to definitely instruct your VA to check and see, yeah, do they have Mm -hmm. current episodes? They even have guests on their show. And, um, and then, yeah, sometimes, I know some podcasters will put in there, you know, like this is the end of the season and we'll be back at XYZ time, but sometimes, you know, life happens, right. And they just stop their podcast and you don't know, but if you hop over to Instagram, you might see Mm -hmm. some life update over there that makes sense. But yeah. So, oh gosh. Yeah. I bet you see all kinds of doozies (laughs) with the podcast you produce. Hey, I wanted to pop in to give a quick shout out to one of my listeners who left a review of the show. Julie says, who knew book marketing could be so fun? Kim's show makes you feel as if you're just two friends talking. This is a must listen for anyone in search of leveling up the promotion of their writing. Thanks, Julie. Julie Davis is co-host of the super fun Things We Know podcast, and you can connect with her on Instagram at Things We Know Podcast. Now let's get back to today's episode. You know, there's, I mean, we know this from forever ago, right? Mm-hmm. The email list is so important, oh, right? Yeah. But you know, it's like this big push right now because of the, mm-hmm. you know, recent outage and stuff. So I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you just what you've seen, the email list. Do you want to speak into that any? So yeah, it's, I find it extremely important to have an e-list, an email list and start growing it. Um, it's great because yeah, social media is fun, but we do know as Facebook and Instagram both went down. If that is where everything is going, you have just lost all of your following. You really want to focus on building your email list because that is the list. Those are your followers. You can 
reach them at any time with their, their inbox. And I know that there are a lot of like tutorials on how to grow your, grow your email list. And I know authors just getting started out. They're like, well, I'm just getting started out. Don't really have books. Like what can I do? Mm -hmm. sit down and just brainstorm some fun things that you could offer your readers and have fun with it. That's, that's my life motto. Just have great. Yeah. (laughs) Just have fun. But yeah, there are some fun things that you can do and growing your readers before you even have a book. I mean, that's, that's perfect too, because then you will have those readers that are like, this person is fun and I'm going to read. I don't care if she writes something on the back of a grocery bag, I'm going to read it. So Having an email list is one of the best things that you can do because you will always have those readers and those will be your core people. Yeah, that want to support you no matter what. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you said, especially the... Uh, before you get to your book marketing, right? Because once you yeah. have the book in hand and you start building your list, then you really just want mm-hmm. to focus on buy my book, read my book. Uh, yeah. But if you start building that list way ahead of time, yeah, they've really enjoyed the reading that you've put out and, and the yeah. messages and the blog post. And, you know, you can forward them over to your social media to check things out, but you do have that mm-hmm. connection um, in your inbox. And yeah, as we know from the, from the authors that we've worked with and support, a lot of times that's how you find out, right? That they have a launch yeah. team coming up or just special things going exactly. on in their lives as an author. And yeah, definitely turns into book sales because you just love everything they're doing. So yeah, I'm always an advocate of mailing lists. And also the big one is please have a website. Oh, yes. Yes. There there are so many times I I remember that, you know, we would get, especially with LitFuse, we would get, you know, I want to market my book and I need to like grow my audience. And we would go to research these authors and we could not find them online. And that Mm -hmm. is not a great place to be simply because everything is online, you know? And I know that I have discovered so many authors because like somebody will recommend a book and I'll be like, oh, I haven't really heard about this person. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just go on a deep dive and I'll find their their website. And then, you know, if they have a YouTube channel or their social media, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I have fallen in love with the author before I have even picked up the book. And so Mm -hmm. now I'm just going to buy whatever book they put out because I love the author so much. So mm-hmm. always have some place online that they can go and find you and connect with you and only going to help you in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally agree. You're right. And, and it's it's so fun to just go to their site and, and read about them, right? Because yeah. you don't always get to know, do they mm-hmm. have a family? You know, do they right. have dogs? Have they written other books? And yes, uh, just yes. some fun facts about them. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. And a website, a website doesn't have to be a big and scary thing. I mean, it can literally just be your headshot, your about you, you know, if you have books out, your book list and where they can find you online. It's just, you know, if they Google you, you want them to have a landing page that is you. And then, you know, because if they can't find you right off and they have to do a deep dive, and then I think this might be her social media account, but I can't tell because it's this little dot and that might be her, but I don't know. Anyway, Mm -hmm. it's just great to have a landing page. There are some great companies out there that solely help authors and they're amazing. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I'll get to get you information from you on those and I'll put a link in the show notes because that's always what our listeners want to find out about is Mm -hmm. recommended resources from trusted resources. So that would be awesome. So I want to ask you any, any other tips that we haven't covered that you would share with authors that are just trying to meet new readers and market their message today? I would say have fun and don't try to force it. I know that there is so much, so many different social media channels and so many different ways that you can go. And really know your audience and know where your audience is at and really just 
pour into that. You don't have to be on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter and Facebook. You're going to drive yourself crazy and nobody mm-hmm. has time for that. You got to write books sometime. So if Instagram is your love, dive into that and stay there and feed into those readers there or, you know, Twitter or TikTok or Facebook, wherever your readers are at, you know, and if that is the, that social media platform brings you joy, um, just pour into that one. If you have fun with it, do it. If you don't have fun with it, don't do it because it's just going to give you a headache and you're just not going to enjoy it. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. That's such dope. Gosh, that's such great (laughs) advice. It's so true. Right. I mean, we gotta, we gotta keep doing it. And, you know, I love the thought that we're, you know, we're just going to keep marketing our books as long as we want to sell them. Right. And if Mm -hmm. we just wear ourselves out with something we don't like doing, it's, it's not going to be any fun. And and our um, readers and followers are definitely going to pick up on that. So yeah, Yeah. have fun and and focus on one. I love that tip. Well, great. This has been amazing. Kristen, are you sharing your advice? Can you share where the best place is for our listeners to connect with you? Well, um, my website is kristencrum.com. I blog over there. I try to be semi keep stuff up there. And then Instagram. Instagram is my favorite. And so I love connecting with readers and people on Instagram. So, Oh, good. Yay. Well, I'll definitely put links to those in the show notes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you serving our listeners, Kristen. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Y'all, I hope that was helpful to hear from a rock star VA about how she helps authors if you're looking for a VA to help you or perhaps you're looking to offer services yourself. It's a great way to learn all about email marketing, social media marketing, podcasting, all the services that authors need now and definitely through the years to come. And it can help you make extra money to outsource your book marketing needs. I'd love to hear from you. If you found encouragement on this episode of Book Marketing Mania, I'd be so grateful if you left a review as that will help other authors and bloggers discover the show. Thanks for tuning in today and I'll see you next week as I cheer you on to market your book one podcast at a time.